Greetings from Lumberjack Country. Welcome back to Lumber Chats inside NAU. If you haven't already, hit that subscribe button and follow along as we take you inside NAU. It's October and the end of the year is quickly approaching. You're about to go to bed, but you have all these thoughts going on in your head. But you're like, I must sleep. You set your alarm, you put it down, your head's on the pillow. Beep, your phone rings. What do you do? You pick it up and you check that notification you got and you're up for two more hours. That was the voice of NAU social media manager, Maria Dekabuter, telling us a little bit about the effects that happen when you're checking your phone late at night. We will hear more from Maria later in the show. It's midterm season, and with that means finding a study routine that works and can help you prepare and feel confident for the exams you have ahead. One way to set yourself up for success both physically and mentally is to unplug. I'm here with Melissa Griffin and Jill Sawyer from Health Promotion who will offer some tips and tricks for unplugging. But before we dive in, Melissa, can you tell us a little bit about Health Promotion? Sure. Health Promotion is basically the prevention arm of Campus Health Services. So our job is to make it easy for students to stay healthy and be well while they're here on campus because we know that healthy students are more successful. Jill, why don't you take us through some of your favorite events that you all put on here in Health Promotion? Great, yeah, so one of our favorite events here in Health Promotion is Pause Your Stress. Pause Your Stress is an event where we bring in therapy dogs, but we also have students engage in different relaxation and stress management activities. So we have coloring, DIY stress balls, meditation, um, stress and resilience planning, a gratitude station, um, and a whole lot more. If you could just pick one reason why students should attend that event, what would you say, like a quick pitch? Yeah, so dogs are great and all, but we really want students to learn um, and build some stress management skills because we know stress um, can interfere with academics, well-being, personal relationships. So if they come to the event, they can have some fun, but also build some skills. And there's not always dogs around, so it's better to kind of build on those skills. So when you don't have cute little puppies to hang out with, you can, you can manage. Awesome. Exactly. What do you all mean by unplugging? You often are hosting these unplugging events. What are the benefits? How do you even start? What, what does it even really mean? So when we talk about unplugging, we're really just talking about thinking about how much you're using technology and maybe monitoring it, maybe cutting back a little, maybe taking some time off here and there, not totally eliminating it. Um, but the benefits are really huge, especially when it comes to mental health, because a lot of good research says that some of the problem and what's driving so many mental health concerns among college students nationwide is this self-comparison. When you go on social media in particular, you know, you have the quote-unquote highlight reels from everyone's life. And of course, when we look at that, we're like, ah, oh, man, my life sucks. You know, I'm not as cool as they are. I, you know, there must be something wrong with me. And so we start to tell ourselves all these negative things and we feel inadequate. And that's definitely contributing to a lot of the mental health issues that we're seeing with students at NAU as well. And what would cutting back look like? How would you decide what a good amount of time to cut back from is? Do, are there any tips that you have for how you can sort of implement that? Because, you know, when you see that little red dot pop up, it's hard to be like, nope, I'm on my time out right now. So I have a few tips that I, I personally like to use, and I know a few other students are actually starting to use. Um, but fortunately, on our smartphones now, there's way to limit our use on certain apps. So for example, for me, I limit my Facebook time to 45 minutes 
you know, a day or 30 minutes a day. So, you know, maybe you could take a look at how much you're currently using and then maybe just cut back a little bit, little by little by little. Um, and then also turning off your notifications for apps can be super helpful too because, you know, you post a new photo and your phone is just inundated with all of these different updates of who's liking your photo. But if you kind of turn those off, you only notice the notifications when you log into the app. And it, sound, it might sound kind of funny because I work with NAU social media, but I have turned off my app notifications for pretty much all the social media because between my personal accounts and the NAU accounts, it, it was really overwhelming. And I kind of like felt my heart race every time, you know, I saw something pop up and it's been so helpful because now I choose to go look at the app versus it choosing me, you know? Right. Yeah, absolutely. I also find that sometimes just logging out is helpful because then I have to actually physically log back in and I think about it before, you know, diving into the app. Looking past social media, what else can we do to unplug? Because text still rolled through, video games, uh, reading the news, those are all things that can still kind of not be the most beneficial for our mental health. What, what can you recommend there? I would say, just like Jill said, you know, thinking about setting a time limit for yourself and monitoring that. How much time am I spending on technology, um, whatever that may look like for you? And instead, thinking about how am I taking care of my own mental health by connecting with human beings, IRL. This is important. We know from the research that um, students who have better, stronger, deeper social connections have overall better mental health and more success in college. And so maybe replacing some of that time where you're looking at people through a screen or reading about news on a screen, replacing that with an activity that actually involves interacting with other human beings. Um, it's amazing if you just maybe challenge yourself one night to not be on technology Maybe get outside. Flagstaff's an awesome place to get out and adventure. You know, go on a hike, go on a mountain bike ride, check out rock climbing. So much cool stuff to do. See what you feel like at the end of that night versus another night where you kind of just let yourself use technology at your leisure. I bet you'll find that you have a more positive uh, mental health state at the end of that night where you're off technology. Yeah, and I think even setting the expectation expectation with your friends so when you're all going out to dinner maybe piling all your phones in the middle of the table or say hey let's go on a hike but let's not use our phones at all right if you kind of set the standard with your friends then you're all kind of in it together um, and someone's less likely to be on their phone let's say I'm about to unplug right after this podcast right as soon as I finish listening what do I do all right, I have a few tips for you. So I think if you're just walking around, just noticing the things around you can be really impactful. So instead of being on your phone when you're walking to class, maybe just looking at the people around you, looking up at the trees, the leaves, um, the sky, just kind of being mindful in that sense. Um, maybe take some deep breaths, reflect on your day. What are three things that you're really grateful for in that moment? Uh, maybe if you're waiting at a bus stop, instead of being on your phone, read a book, study for a test, uh, maybe write in a journal. So or strike up a conversation too, right? Yes. yes. I love that. I love yes. to strike up conversations yes. with people. I know yes. some some people that makes them feel a little icky, but I think it's always fun to get to know somebody new. You can meet your new best friend. Absolutely. Ask them how their day's going, what classes they're taking, comment on their shirt or their shoes, something nice. Absolutely. Yeah. And the other thing that's cool about striking up a conversation and making that connection is it's a 
it's a win-win because it helps you make a connection, but it also might be you allowing another student who might be having a really bad day connect with you and have a positive impact on their mental health as well. So um, reaching out to people you don't know, making eye contact, smiling, smiling at people in line. At Starbucks, I would love to walk in and just hear people chatting it up, but instead I usually you know, look at everyone and they're just looking down at their phones and earbuds in. Yeah. yeah you might be missing a really great opportunity to have a really interesting conversation with someone standing right next to you. And if there was one thing you wanted students to know about health promotion, what would it be? I would say, I would say the, the main thing that we want students to know about health promotion is that everything we do is free and nothing that we do is judgmental. We are simply here to support you being informed, being empowered to make the best decisions you possibly can for you and to basically live your best life. So come visit anytime. We're always here for you. Uh, one of the events I wanted to mention was a mental health screening coming up October 17th. It's a Thursday from 4 to 6 p.m. here in the health promotion office. So the mental health screening is a great opportunity for students that might be struggling, maybe worried about a friend, not sure where to go. Um, or next steps in their mental health support. So at the mental health screening, you take a quick assessment and then you have some face-to-face -face time with a counselor from Counseling Services. Um, and they can tell you, hey, it sounds like you're really stressed out. Maybe you need some additional support around that. Or maybe you're experiencing some signs and symptoms of depression. Let's get you hooked up with a therapist. So that's our next event we really wanna promote. So if you have a friend or yourself and you're worried about your mental health, come to our event. And it's totally free. Oh yeah, thanks, totally free. At the top of the show, Maria shared a scenario that is all too real for us. That moment when you were about to drift off into sleep and your phone goes off. Maria, what are some ways we can combat that? One of the best tips I've ever received is to not have your phone in your bedroom. Or if you're in college and you don't have your own space, just to use airplane mode and set your do not disturb settings on. And so, Talk to us a little bit about the expectations of being in the social media world. It's part of what you have to do for work, right? And there's so many different expectations related to like being on, being monitoring, evaluating, knowing what's going on, basically 24-7. But that's really not sustainable. So tell us a little bit about how you set up your own personal boundaries and how you've kind of worked through that since you've been doing this for like what, six years now? Going so, on seven Going on year. seven, yeah. So tell us a little bit about it. I love social media, but it is extremely stressful as your full-time job. So the expectation is that you're always on, um, whether you're working with your students and your interns or your boss to, to make sure you're getting the accurate information out there. There's an expectation for you to check your phone and always be on. So what have you done to combat that? Because that's not, that's not realistic, right? That leads to burnout so quick. It did, and that's what I used to do in the past. <laughs> I have a great relationship with my boss, and like I've set boundaries in place. And so I know that if I'm at the dinner table with my family, I'm going to be there with them. And if I turn my phone off or just flip it over so I don't see anything, they know that that's okay. And if it's like super urgent, they know to call because... I will always pick up the phone if I get a phone call, but not necessarily a text. So you mentioned that you did have burnout before. How has setting these boundaries impacted you physically, mentally, 
in the whole wellness sphere? I think it's helped me to stay calm and not necessarily get as stressed out as I would be to take it day by day and to like really reassess. Before, when I didn't have boundaries in place, it would just be like answering everything as it came in. But now I'm a lot more careful with my time and setting up blocks where, you know, I'm not going to check social, I'm going to get this block done. And so less multitasking and more completing the task at hand. There's a lot of talk in the mental health sphere about limiting social media usage or screen time in general, right? Which kind of is contrary to what we're working on here at NAU Social, right? Because we try, you've taught this to me, to, to our whole team, you know, that our social media goals are really to build that community around NAU. And so it feels different to, ha- to be advocating like, hey, get off your screen, put down your phone, go meet new people. How do you think our approaches to social media are, are sort of helping that cause? I think, I mean, ultimately our goal is to share everyone's experience and to tell it in an authentic way. And so I feel like our channels and the stories we do really help connect people. One of my favorite things we do is our My Life in Five takeover. And so we have people share um, their top five pictures. They have little captions to go with it. And then people, just the audience gets to ask them questions. And then it's up to them what they answer. Especially during summer, we had a lot of um, freshmen who were on it. And then they created so many connections before they even got to school because they had talked to people online. And I think it's really cool because I think some of the the biggest concerns about being on social media so often is that lack of interaction you have on a personal level. But I think, you know, we're a little biased, but I think that we do a pretty good job of having students connect virtually and having sort of an interaction Though it may be over social media, they still kind of get that person-to-person feel. So, you know, pat us on the back for that. But I think it's super interesting. And to think about sort of how we, as, you know, social media advocates in a way, can also be mindful of how, how it impacts and how we can do our part to help connect. I think that's the difference between using social media and how people portray themselves on social media and that's a whole different story especially when you first get on campus and all the activities they're the whole big like social media fear of missing out and so you feel like you have to post that you're here and post that you went to this thing and I um, was lucky enough to speak at the edge leadership um, program to a freshman and that's I recommended that they just like leave their phone down because if they're talking to new people they're in their dorm um, they, do they really need to watch what their best friend at home is doing? No, because that has nothing to do with their life at NAU. So it's like, yes, there's a time and place to catch up with your friends, but when you're meeting new people, really just be in the moment and give everyone your time. Yeah, there's that whole piece about being mindful and being present with what you're doing, and I think that we often miss that when we're kind of glued to what's happening on social media. And I think the the FOMO, the fear of missing out is so real, especially those first few weeks. And so if you can sort of create those boundaries for yourself ahead of time so you don't catch yourself falling there, it's good. And I think it's the same thing too. I really like our Instagram and our stories because they are authentic. We're not trying to make it look like something it's not. And so that's one of the things I always recommend is doing a digital, like, declutter going through your Instagram feed um, either unfollowing or muting 
people or accounts that you know really don't bring you any benefit because social media can be good but it's all about continuing to follow and engage with the accounts that make you smile that help you become a better version of yourself and connect in ways that you'd like to. So looking forward a little bit, what do you think the trends are for social media moving forward? I think it's just going to continue to increase, um, especially we have lots of new research about how young kids are using um, social media and screen time and I have a four and a half year old and she knows how to unlock my phone and get to apps or like look at pictures and so it is very overwhelming because I want to set a good example for her but at the same time she sees me working after hours and I tell her five more minutes let me just like finish this and so I'm very mindful of the fact that I need to set a good example and set boundaries for her and when I say it's time to finish I need to finish and give her the rest of my time. How do you see this fitting in with the college population. We work at a university. It can span from our students to, you know, our young professional staff that work across campus. What do you see? So we've been lucky to have a large student intern team and we see it all the time. They come into our office for office hours and you just like look at their eyes. They're tired. They're, um, they're still checking their phone while they're doing assignments. Uh, the phone buzzes, they check it. And we are very cognizant of like telling them like, hey, you know, we can help you even though it's your social media time, like make sure you're taking care of yourself. Make sure you're healthy. If you need to go to um, health promotions, um, they have lots of resources in place. Um, you can get a back massage through stress busters, um, go to pause your stress, um, go to counseling. They have all these resources for students. So we just always make sure in our, in our office that they know it's available and then that they can come to us if they need to, it's not just a job. We care about them and how they can be their best self. Our advice, challenge yourself. Our smartphones are equipped with so many tools to help us monitor and limit screen time. Check out your report and this week, try to lower your screen time just a little bit. And maybe next week, just a little bit more. Those boundaries you set can give you the opportunity to check in with yourself that your body really needs. Stop by the mental health screening or health promotion for more tips and tricks. Like Melissa said, we all just want to help you be your best self. Be well, Lumberjacks.